Thinking Hardly podcast. We're putting the hardly back into thinking. Don't blame me for these stupid voiceovers. I'm just a neural network. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, how are you guys? I'm doing good. Good. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, USA. Good night. Good evening. Good evening, Italian. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What's going on? Not a whole lot. We're just hanging out. Bob, you had some big you had some big news this week, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean I, I got my first vaccine. That's, well, that's big good, news, man. What are you man, talking yeah. about? That's a big deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are happy. <laughs> that's great. How was it? It was easy. Yeah. Explain like the situation. Where did you go? Yeah, the, well, that was kind of the coolest part of it. Um, it was at like a pretty big vaccination event. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was at the family arena. Uh, it was in St. Charles around here. Okay. And um, yeah, it was just very simple. I mean, um, the one thing that was a little bit annoying is that we didn't get any. I think because it was like a big event like this, it wasn't scheduled. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't get the paperwork beforehand. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I did have to do everything like there. So it took a little longer than I think it probably would have. Um, right. But yeah, after that, you go in, sort you by how long you're going to have to wait. And um, then they kind of have it set up so that like your whole row of, of people gets vaccinated at the same time. And then they know when to let you all go. Wow. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty, that sounds pretty, pretty simple. simple. And how long have they been, how long have they been doing that? I don't know. I mean, I know people have been getting vaccines since January. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's when Danica's mom got her first shot. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Cause she's like a healthcare worker, but um, you know, I don't really know how long they've been doing these bigger events. But they had it pretty much figured out. Yeah, the people there definitely seemed like it was just totally routine. Well, that's good. Were they nice to you? Yeah, yeah, everyone was, you know, in good mood. That's good. Yeah, and what, that's and, really nice. And, what, and Billy, you tried to sneak in or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I called early that morning uh, and uh, spoke with somebody at the um, the family arena. And yeah, they just said that that doesn't happen. No, can't ju- you just can't sneak in, huh? Hold on. I'm going to go check on one. Okay. Okay. That's weird. We heard a <laughs> strange right. liquidy sound in another room and that doesn't sound good. Oh, man. <laughs> It might be someone with the ice maker. I don't know. No, I thought it was. I, I thought it was a cat. A yeah, that's what I was fearing, sound. but I don't know. It might be that. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Oh, my cat coughing. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good one to be live. <laughs> what happened? I just I hear a cat coughing, and I hear uh, some. Yeah, I'm going to fill up that water really quick. But Okay, yeah. stand by, everybody.
This podcast is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We now return you to our regularly scheduled podcast. So it was <laughs> it was smooth sailing. Yeah, it was fine. Good. Well, that's good. And your how's your did you have anything other than a sore arm? Nope. Mm, that's great. And are you scheduled for your your second and final vaccine? Not yet. Uh the ones that I've gotten are all far away again. So Okay. I'm just waiting every two days, like I was saying, I get an email. I see. They don't but they don't set you up with a with another appointment as part of the first appointment. Right. I, I guess it's because it was a big event. I know some things do it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you got got you got your vaccine and that it was uh uneventful. That's good. That's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. I haven't really been paying that much attention. <laughs> like news. That's that's part of why I've been less, I feel like less in, invested in, in these is like I, I'm not paying as much attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's stuff going on at the border, right? I heard there's, about that. Um, there's uh, there have been a, a handful of shootings, unfortunately. One in Orange County. That was last week, yeah. I think, or maybe a week before last. And uh, and then just the usual, you know, nuttiness. So yeah. let me ask you this. Well, is Billy still off doing something? Is he... Yeah, he is. Yeah, okay. So um, did you have you been tracking at all the reaction, the, the sort of what happened in Georgia after the leg, the state legislature passed this, you know, this law that put you know basically put new limits on voting there yeah i mean i've heard that there's just been a lot of chaos about it i haven't really heard much yeah movement. so i just got so back there, what's up <laughs> we were just talking about the georgia voter law and and mm. i was i was gonna i was gonna ask what you guys thought about the essentially the business reaction so american express delta the major league baseball um, Coca-Cola have all, at, you know, to some degree or another, really just said we don't support this this legislation. Right. It's kind of the legislation is there's you know like a big bucket of stuff, but m for the most part, it's not you know it's not really advantageous um, for for voters. It's a little more, oh, yeah. a little to a lot more difficult. But the reaction, I mean, the the business reaction has been fairly fairly strong negatively. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Man. I'm just wondering what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I uh, I hadn't read enough about because I know it's like a long, um, a long uh, piece of legislation or whatever. I, I don't yeah. know exactly what all it means for voters. Do you have like a kind of? Do you know yeah, exactly what it is? The New York Times had a pretty good article of, that went through sort of, sort of some of the highlights. But I mean, the things that are bothersome uh, are um, they've they've reduced some of the, uh, the the you know early voting drop off boxes. Like the boxes are not mm -hmm. outside; they're inside yeah. of 
um, government buildings, which means that they're, you know, they're only, you can only get to them during government business hours, yeah. which makes it, you know, not that great for people who, um, work, you know, who work during those hours, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. didn't really help at all. And, um, you know, under the guise, I don't know whether it's real or not. I don't think it's real. I mean, well, the weird thing is that the, you know, the secretary of state, we just got through an election and then a special election in Georgia in which the officials said this has been a you know a extremely good election it's been you know there's been very little hanky panky we you know these are republicans saying this and, and Trump won and then i mean sorry Trump lost and then and then the democrats won the you know, those, the runoff elections. So it's not like they had some kind of, you know, hair on fire problem with election security. Right. But I mean, that's what they, that's what they yeah. were saying. Basically these drop off boxes, they need to be in a secure place. They shouldn't, you <laughs> right, shouldn't right. people shouldn't be able to, you know, drop them off stuff off in the middle of the night. But I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of the yeah, idea. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the, it's not, it's about political pressure. It's not about. Yeah. It, it, I mean, if they're going to follow the rules to the T and get the result that the rules dictate, all that would lo- like reduce pressure on them is changing the rules. So right. like, I would see why even if you certified that election, you'd be like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Because now I can do the same thing and not get yelled at by all the people that are supposed to like me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not so get it's fucking the- death threats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. They, they're, yeah, they, there's, I guess, some cover, right? Uh, so it's stuff like that. I mean, there's, you know, more stringent um, rules about voter ID, which I kind of like, I kind of get that, you know, that it's it, yeah, you know, it's I, some I, sort of ID. But the, but the, I, the frustrating part about that is nobody wants a national ID card, not nobody, but a lot of Republicans don't want some kind of national ID so why it's not, is that? It's not frustrating. It's it's completely. That's they're telling you outright what they want. They don't want yeah. black people to vote. Right. Exactly. It's okay. Just, that's an easy it, way to put it. Democrats and people like this is it's something that frustrates me constantly. Like the insistence on taking this at good faith. Yeah. Know, as a good yeah, faith yeah. Effort. Like that's what you were trying to do right there, which I yeah. understand, and it's it it has some value, but the reality is. No, this is not what, the, what they're what the worried about. Motivation is. Yeah. yeah. They don't they're want the, just say it outright. Let's stop bullshitting around. Yes, yeah, certainly. Certainly the legislators like the, the voters and stuff will be convinced of, you know, I think a lot that of those people their feelings. The and, yeah. Yeah. Well, at any rate, so this this legislation, you know, no matter how you try to whitewash it or paint it, has the effect of making it harder for people who are on the margins to exactly, vote. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which are over, and which are overrepresented by African American. You know, but it's actually. Yeah, I don't think it's I necessarily. Say. I think it's that they don't want people who are going to vote against Republicans to vote. I don't think they really care about absolutely. You know, race. I mean, it just it just shakes out in a way where it. It's the South, and yeah, well, there's sure. all there's a lot of poverty and a lot of not even poverty. It's just that the people who are secure can afford to just make sure all the boxes are checked, make sure to jump through all the hoops to vote. Like yeah. that's 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 just as, as simple as it gets. I mean, like it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're working, if you're working. Uh, one, two jobs or one job, you know, at odd hours and you don't have 
reliable transportation. You can't take time off. Uh, you know, like all the things that, that a lot of people, a lot of Americans have to live with, basically. Then, you know, this, 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 this requirement to get an ID, even if they make the ID free, it's not free. I mean, and, yeah. you know, you, you, they're, they're just making it more difficult, just enough more difficult to vote so that the people who are, you know, for, for whom this is a stretch to vote are not going to vote. I mean, you know, you just make it a little more difficult and you set the hurdle up a little bit higher and you leave a bunch of people behind. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm at any rate, what's different here is that there are a number of businesses um, that are centered or have, a, you know, a, a footprint in, or some, you know, some, I don't know, engagement in Georgia that are basically saying, you know, we don't, we don't go for this. And it's interesting it's just interesting to see what's happening from the business side um, against what is essentially a very partisan piece of legislation. And, you know, so I don't know. I mean, the Republicans are the, – the, the, a lot of these people are saying, well, let's – you know, we're going to boycott Coke. We're going to boycott Delta. We're going to boycott yeah, yeah. MLB, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't love, know. I love that. That's so funny. That's like the only way – you ever see these people interface with like their up, you know, their problems with a company is saying that they're going to boycott them and maybe yeah. doing that for a week. No one yeah. is interested in really like, I heard some people being like, okay, we need to get these companies out of politics, you know, on the Republican side. And it's That's like, man, bizarre, are you, you know, right? you, I don't know if you guys are ever really going to be serious about that one. Like, yeah. No, of course not. But th that's the thing is, I mean, it, there's two things that you can take away from that. First is that, you know, obviously they've done the math. There's enough numbers that it's advantageous for you to, you feel like you have to say something or people are going to come to their own conclusions about where your stance is. Mm. Um, like I've seen a lot of companies starting to do this because they there's a there's this idea that there you know there's nothing that's free of politics technically true i think a lot of people don't really understand that correctly and it it gets integrated into the things like like the cancel culture kind of stuff where it's like you know this is a bad example because it's a company obviously but like it's basically looking at them and saying, which side of this are you on? And they recognize that and want to get, get ahead of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but secondly, I think you should understand that what that means is that the democratic party represents zero. They're not even nervous about the democratic party taking over. Like no big company is, is, is worried about what the democratic party will do yeah. that will lessen their profits or even like, dull their sort of growing profits. Yeah. It means that there's no downside to abandoning the Republican Party, the pro business party, if they're me, willing to do that. Yeah. Well, do you this is go ahead. I was go yeah, ahead. thank you. Um I mean they know that the, the Republicans aren't gonna, you know, no one really actually boycotts things. Like they might for a week or two. So it's like the risk is very low on that end. And, like, I think this did all kind of start with Coke as well because, you know, they're headquartered in, in Atlanta. 
they really felt like they had to say something. Um, and then I think after that, it was Pepsi and, and people, you know, just because, you know, they wanted to also, you know, make their position known. Uh, but yeah, um, it really isn't. It, like you're saying, like, it's not, they're in no, they're in no risk of Republicans acting in any way that would hurt them. And they know that, you know, that nothing's going to happen, especially with something like Coca-Cola, nothing's going to happen under democratic, you know, authority, like you're saying, Bob. So do, do you think there, do you think the, these companies are more concerned about what their customers might do if they don't take a strong position? Or do you think they really feel like um, it doesn't matter either way? In other I words, think, why, uh, are they, why are they saying anything? Yeah. You know, if, if, in other words, because, if, if, yeah, it's no, cheap it's because goodwill. They, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, and it's an, it's an avoidance of bad will, which yeah, is, yeah. I think that most of these companies worry that, I mean, you know, like you see sort of the increased um, emphasis on not being silent and that kind of thing, even though like, you know, you can argue whether or not there's actual value in the way that people talk about a lot of these things. Cause I think there's a lot of problems with a lot of the way that people talk about a lot of these issues, but, but they do understand that like people do actually feel like if you don't say something, you're, you know, I mean, you're, you're contributing to it. In some way, that's true. I like personally, it's like I don't care because you're a business. Like it's it's ridiculous to think about you interfacing with this issue. Um, <coughs> but it's just one of those things where it's it's clear that they kind of got the message that people will take you being silent about something as you sort of tacitly approving of something. Um, especially if it's close by like you're saying so i think it's it's i think it's just like a coordinated marketing thing like almost anything else yeah it's hard for me to read it's hard for me to know honestly what it is i mean i think like the most i don't know i shouldn't say jaded maybe it's the most objective view is they know that they're going to have to push they know that they're going to want to push back against increased corporate taxes for example right Mm -hmm. They yeah. may, I, I assume, I, I just assume that they would. And so maybe they want to, you know, bank some goodwill, like you're saying, exactly, in, advan- yeah. in advance of making that fight. But let, let me just read you a couple of quotes of what they, of what a couple of people said, because it's pretty stark. And I think, I think it does support this idea that they, they know they can't be quiet because being quiet counts. You, they're just, you can't, you know, it's sort of like uh, Ibram Kendi's definition of racism is basically, you know, it's, <laughs> you're either race you're, you're either em, embrace racist policies or you embrace anti-racist policy there's no such thing as a non-racist policy right yeah. so either you sustain or advance policies that increase um inequities between racial groups or you embrace policies that decrease 
the inequities in between racial groups. So there's no, you know, there's no like neutral position. That's the, I mean, that's the point that he, that he wants to make. I mean, that's his assertion, but listen to this. So this is, this is Ken Chernault, the former head of American Express, now the former head, right? So this is just somebody, you know, uh, probably somebody with some, you know, with some high standing. But he, he says, there is no middle ground here. You're either for more people voting or you want to suppress the vote. Delta Airlines CEO, they're headquartered in, in Georgia, uh, issued a statement calling the new Georgia voting law unacceptable and noting that the entire rationale for this bill was based on a lie that there was widespread voter fraud in Georgia in the 2020 elections. This is simply not true. Unfortunately, that excuse is being used in states across the nation that are attempting to pass similar legislation to restrict voting rights. Coca-Cola said the whole thing is, un- the law is unacceptable. Um uh, the, again, the the, um, the CEO at Delta condemned the sweeping voting reform act that can make it harder for many Georgians, particularly those in our black and brown communities, to exercise their right to vote. He pledged to protect and facilitate your precious right to vote. So there's a pretty strong stance, but I think that's yeah. maybe explained by <clears throat> making it clear that you're not <laughs> you're not you're not going to be quiet or take some milk toasty kind of position but you i guess yeah, maybe it doesn't it's, cost you anything well i was gonna say it's, it yeah. very well could be genuine from those people and just a good move for the company it's, yeah it right. doesn't even matter whether it's up. genuine or not is really the point because if it's you're speaking for yourself the problem is once you sorry sorry <laughs> just keep going you're close you're far away from the light oh, okay um it doesn't you said it was doesn't really matter yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter whether or not they're sincere because they're a person and the company is a thing. Yeah. yeah. And like I there's something kind of perverse to this whole thing for me where these companies are coming out with these stances because it's like I mean it's like why do you think things are so fucked up? Yeah, yeah. You guys are sucking you guys all been of tossing the- money to <laughs> everybody. Yeah. You're sucking all of the money upwards out of people. And, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's stealing wealth and then just contributing to Republican and Democrat lawmakers who do this It's the same exact principle. It's the same exact principle where you're part of the ruling class. And, you know, like, I mean, that's the thing where it's like Republicans have the right instinct when it comes to that, which is to look at that and see that's a little grotesque. It's just everything else about them is completely fucking wrong. <laughs> it just they just have the right instinct about how to like, deal with that particular issue. It's to not trust a company. Like they, yeah. it's clear they are they, there's no conceivable way that they're like, "Oh, we have the best intentions at heart here." That's just not how it works. Yeah. Not so the, yeah, would, yeah. So would it be more convincing if they said we're not just that we're against this, but we're going to start supporting financially supporting, for example, you know, the, we, we talked about this other bill that's sitting in the Senate. That's not going to make it through the one that, you know, matches small, uh, small donations gets, you know, dark money out of politics. And what they need to do is remove themselves from the political process. What the best thing for those things to do. Hold on a second. Hold hold on on a second. Yeah, okay, what I'm ahead. saying is take that money that you were going to use in lobbying and just give it to your fucking employees. And then they can put it towards whatever political things they want. 
Yeah, but the downside of that, Bobby, is that if 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 Coca Cola does it and PepsiCo doesn't do it, then PepsiCo is going to make a shitload more money for their shareholders than Coca Cola is. So what you, I mean, if yeah, to make it, I know, I'm telling them to be worse as a business because business has too much power. That's yeah, exactly you're what I'm the, saying. You're no, saying the I'm most s- ethical way forward, not not no you know, something I'm, that would be feasible. Uh, I'm saying I'm saying that the most sustainable way to do this is to have legislation that doesn't ma- it doesn't matter how nasty you are as a corporation you can't give that kind of money. Right. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, in other words, a corporation could say we we want to support this, but we don't want it just to apply to us. We want it to apply to our competitors. Like, like why would we want to do this? You know, what I'm saying is that yeah. they should not be part of that political process. They should not I'm, be. They should not they be part, making those. I'm, they I'm are just, part of the political process, oh. and, and they are part of the political process. And if they if they use their engagement in the political process to remove themselves, not just not just Coca Cola, but all of business from the political process, well, I the say things it, we're talking about are going to happen. So I'm just saying the yeah, one that I true. think is more good point. <laughs> good point. Good point. But it uh, would be the, good if if you know someone had a kind of. It, it wouldn't take everybody doing it, but somebody with a lot of, I don't know. It just sucks both, that there's no one that wants to actually take the stand on this because yeah, what you're saying both. is everyone's so focused on not losing money and then oh, our competitors are, are doing you know way better than us or whatever. So yeah, there's just well, I so think much. we're saying it's, I think we're both saying that we don't want biz, we don't want business involved in in politics. I think that's right. I think we're arguing about whether there's any path. You know, what's the better path there? But you're right, Bobby. Neither of those things is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the thing that I guess was was making me react like that was that you're trying to use like the force of government to make this happen, and government is subservient to business already. But like, that's, that that principle doesn't doesn't work. I thought yes. that was like a, a a means of trying to crack it from that angle. It's because businesses do. Yeah, that's what I was trying to I, do. But you're, yes, you're right. That's it's right. not going to happen. What I'm yeah. Sa- yeah, what I'm saying is I, the easier way to get there is just to take just to, to destroy power institutions. Like that's the better way to do it. So just take money away from Coca Cola. So simple. You don't need to do anything else. Just by uh, higher minimum wage. Better. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't talking about that there. I was just specifically saying, like, rather than lobbying, just don't lobby. Just don't. Don't have that money. Yeah. That you yeah, could well, you, I think be using for lobbying. I yeah, think we agree sure. on that. I, I think we're trying to figure out how you could make that actually happen, which is, I think, very. You know, I think it's extremely unlikely. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it basically think- takes massive. Like just social, like it, it basically is going to take people being so fucked that they're just going to overrun Coca-Cola. Like, yeah, I think Coca- that's they, basically going to be what, what happens if anything ever happens. Right. Coca-Cola has to be afraid to do anything other than that. Man. No, I, right? I think that they won't do it even if they're afraid. I think it has to be taken from them. What does that look like? I'm that's literally what I'm saying is like Coca-Cola can't sell stuff. Every time there's a there's a vending machine, it just gets ransacked. Just I'm I'm talking about basically the level and anti, of, of, yeah. of no, 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 I'm not even saying anti like Coca-Cola. I'm saying no, no, I was going to say like just an, anti it, just yeah, what corporate. were you saying, Bobby? Yeah, it, it takes everyone's level being lowered to the point where they're forced to do things like just take soda. Just I'm just going to take right. your shit. Fuck you. Right. I got it. I got it. They, they, yeah, 
the alternative has to be worse than than chaos and anarchy and yeah and, right? and just if you're going to compare whether things get really bad for corp- for that corporation or for normal people i think that's going to happen faster for normal people for sure be- because of all the things you just said because the corporations the these folks are proximal to power political power yeah they'll never they're be forced be the, to make that decision yeah they're going to be the last ones down man this is making me think of the uh, Alabama um, Amazon Union vote and just yeah. how crazy and how, you know, and uh, who knows, like, what is possible and what they've done in terms of actual election kind of interference. Because I'm not sure exactly how everything works in union votes and what could be, you know, kind of fudged or, or manipulated in ways. But 71% opposition in that vote to unionization it's like in amazon with like you know bernie sanders killer mike people like you know just you know national figures coming really really rally people so it's like the the amount of power and the amount of just like ubiquity in something like amazon and like just that it is like so rich and so powerful and has these connections in like some of the highest places. Like it's, it's nearly like a, a government institution on, on it in functionality. Um, yeah. It just is like, how do you, how do you get a fair election and something like that? And, you know, I mean, hopefully Biden really, pushes more on unions and like really, I don't know, man. It's just like it. It's we, keep on, so we keep on saying these things where it's like, yeah, we need cultural <laughs> kind of stuff or you need cultural shifts of like changing the perception of unions because it's been decades and decades of employers, you know, hearing from their bosses like, yeah, you don't want to really pay more of your, your meager wages to, you know, a union boss. Yeah. Like it, it really is yeah. like just another one of these ways to be like, Oh, you're not making a lot of money. Like you, you don't, you can't afford to spend that on a chance to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, and, yeah. I'm not sure. That, like the, the thing that comes to mind the most is nationalization. Yeah. It's like it'd, the only way good. I it just is. It, yeah. But that's not necess- that's not necessarily a way out. No, you know, like because then it's just it's with the government. Yeah, because yeah, we see I'm, how fucking well that goes. I mean, I like, said I said we need a Chavez. Like that is literally what it would take to to make any of that stuff even potentially positive. Yeah, like I yeah, think but we, it's not. I'm not even sure that's going to be positive. I'm just going to be positive in some dimensions and it'll really be positive in the another. short term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the it thing. Seems is, like. It, it would be – go ahead, Bill. Sorry. Okay. It, it, it seems just like it would need to be – there would need to be somebody or something that happens that changes the perception in these kind of Republican strongholds for everything to really change because, you know, this nationalization – I mean, it that is never like a really secure way because all this stuff is constantly in flux and there could be – people who rise up and have a lot of charisma and, you know, drum up kind of these fascist and xenophobic kind of feelings again. 
Um, I mean, in general, like governments can be bad and the administration can have a lot of power in, you know, appointing and, and, you know, rallying for people or whatever. Um, but it just would help a lot if, I don't know, if the people in those states were exposed to a better alternative or something. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of that there where there's, you know, the, the struggle between the Trump kind of loyalists and, you know, I guess what, what they would call like the elite kind of Republicans. And, um, I don't know if you could drive a wedge there. If one of those sides offers something, I I don't know, man, (laughs) I think it doesn't even have to be the Trump side of things. I think just the, the mistrust of uh, Republicans who weren't for Trump could offer the opportunity to bring something new, which, you know, it could be bad, but it, it at least offers an opportunity for, I don't know, a change of kind of what the, what the plan is, what the approach to things are. I don't know. I just don't see anything changing until like the culture changes around there. And I don't see that happening until something that meaningfully changes people's day-to-day lives happens. Yeah. Well, it seems to me like we, I don't know. It seems like we need, I don't know. I'm not sure how to get there. It seems, it seems though that we need a parity between, you know, uh, business interests and labor interests at every sort of at every level. I'm not sure how you get that. There seems it seems like there needs to be some tension because if you just had labor, you know, in charge of everything, you had a Chavez or whatever, you know, it'd be great for a little while and then you got the you know, you have the government forces that are just supporting <laughs> government interests which are not, you know, which are always at some de- to some degree un- unhinged from you know, what individuals want. In For other sure. words, if you, you know, once power starts getting concentrated, then it, it just looks ugly in a different, in a different way. So it seems like there should be some balance between corporate interest and labor interests, all the, you know, at local state and federal levels. I, I don't know how you do it, but. Yeah. I mean, it just is like it, it past a certain point. It doesn't seem like, I don't know what you can do. I mean, it, like what you're talking about is just like the kind of the darker points of human nature. Yeah. Right. You know, whenever you get to the point that, that kind of point of power and you've got people who support you and, you know, yeah, it's it's tempting. Yeah. All right. Are you guys ready to pivot? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. This is a second round of our new segment. <laughs> that spiffy theme music can mean only one thing. It's mm-hmm. time for the news dipped in a little bit of funny and hand fed to you. There he is. It's a segment we call You Don't Have to Laugh, but <laughs> he is your father. And here's your father. Your, your father. father. 
This is where we look at a little bit of the news. I try to be a little funny. You can decide whether or not to laugh, (laughs) not laugh. You know, it could be good for one of you to be kind of like, you know, if you wanted to at the the punchline, you know, like a hey-oh or, you know, something like that. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. If you want to. I don't know. Okay. So I'm working on. All right. Uh, First, I'm going to I'm going to do my Joe Biden impersonation. Are you ready? Oh boy! All right. <laughs> no, I'm not working on. I'm not working on the voice yet. Okay? <laughs> okay. So I'm working my way up. So let me give you a whirl. Okay. Uh, I want one of you to ask me a question, like you're part of the press. Okay. May like maybe ask me about the American. Mr. Jobs Biden. Plan. Uh, the American mm-hmm. Jobs oh, Plan. Mr. Biden. Can you tell us about that. Mr. Biden. <laughs> Mr. President. President <laughs> Biden. There you go. Yeah, we're talking. Yes. That doesn't sound too much like Joe Biden, sir. Is this Joe Biden? <laughs> this is President Biden. Look, look, here's the deal. It's all about the numbers. Numbers, man. That's number one. Number two, numbers coming in order. First, there's one, and then there's two. That's number two. Three, look, there are odd numbers, and there are even numbers. Even numbers are things that can be divided by the number two without having anything left over. Nothing. Odd numbers can't do that. They just can't do that. But here's the deal. I've been around a long time, 36 years in the Senate, and I've never seen it happy. 36. And if my mother was here, she'd say, Joe, that's another number. Look, what I'm saying is that, <laughs> is that it, uh, well, I've used my time. I could go on, but my time's up. I mean, numbers. Uh, sh- numbers. Come on, man. That. Numbers. I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> all right. Not so good. All right, okay. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> no, you played that over it. us. the 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 rhythm was really sorry. weird, Sharon. The rhythm. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the here's cadence, my, you know. You want to hear my? Do you want to hear my impression of Trump? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's a total dick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You get it? My I impression. It. Mm, let's hear. That's your first impression. <laughs> Get it? That's an imp- all right. All right. Okay, here we go. This one's called. That's good, Bill. Uh, okay, this one's called. I've got your southern border crisis right here. Okay, young people leave their homes. The <laughs> young people leave their homes, heading for what many believe is uh, an exotic destination beyond the reach of their imagination. Separated from their families and their friends, these young folks undergo a thorough evaluation. To assess their prospects, they dream of one day rubbing shoulders with the powerful and the moneyed. Oh, wait a minute. I'm reading an old article about the recruiting tactics used by Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. (laughs) Okay, here's one called Sometimes the Jokes Just Write Themselves. Here's Brett (laughs) Baer of Fox News talking about the American Rescue Plan. Just getting in from multiple sources on Capitol Hill that Senator McConnell did, in fact, talk to President Biden uh, this morning. And the message going back was that the package was too big and might have a lot of difficulty passing the Senate. You got that? Biden's package is too big. But Joe Biden is just getting started. This is just the tip of his spending spear. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was right to know for real. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, News writers have like, you guys are, are like having a little too much fun. Like 
don't you think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like if you were funnier, you know. But it's like it's always this kind of shit where it just was like. <laughs> Well, they're running between. Yeah, they got some. They got some serious guardrails up here. This is from. <laughs> yeah. This is a. This is a uh, blast from the past. This is Trump during the primary. One of the debates. The primary. Talking oh, about man. the size of the size of the package. He hit my hands. Nobody has ever hit my hands. I've never heard of this one. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? <laughs> and he referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you, there's no problem. I guarantee. You. <laughs> we oh, thought, man. you know, and we thought that was going to be like that. That was as bad it was going to get as it was going to get. We've just completely forgotten about this. Okay, here's something uh, ironclad proof that we're living in a simulation run by a 13 year old boy. Have you kept up with the news on Matt Getz? You know what? I learned his name mm-hmm. is Gates. Yeah, it's Gates. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm There's gonna a lot going calling. on with him. Yeah. So the FBI is looking into possible sex trafficking charges related to his travel with an underage girl. Now she was 17 at the time, which is like that was two years ago. To be fair, that would that would have made Getz only more than twice as old. As <laughs> yeah, <her>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, let's see. Here's Getz trying to explain things to Tucker Carlson on Fox. I <laughs> only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your <laughs> wife was there and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI, told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, uh, that she could face trouble. And so uh, I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me, uh, you know, providing for flights uh, and hotel rooms for people that you're dating who are of legal age is not a crime. (laughs) Uh, And I'm just troubled that the lack of any sort of legitimate uh, investigation into me would then permute, would then convert into this extortion attempt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the concept <laughs> at all. You were going to put that in there. You know, you really should have asked me before we started filming if yeah. I would be up to going along with something like this. Wow, you're, you're, Tucker Carlson is very good. <laughs> I'll work on my Biden and we can have an interview. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, man, okay. he's this. This is going to be the move for anybody who gets caught up in any of the sex past shit, though. Is like, what's that? Is you know the the deep state? They're launching oh, yeah. an attack against me. You know, if yeah. they find any crazy oh, weird stuff on my computer or in my text messages, or you know, yeah, that's yeah, probably planted well there by, by sinister, shadowy elements. What was that? He would have been well served by what? He he would have been well served by doing that before that happened. Um, yeah, I don't know yeah. how much. Uh, yeah, how much uh, notice you get? But even even <laughs> now, <laughs> even now, like I I think it's gonna work for him for the people who you know like him already. Yeah, well, yeah, know. for he's, the people. I mean, of course. It says he's built for now. He's saying he's built for war and that he's you know. He's he's in he's in the way. That's what he's saying. They're coming after you, but I'm I'm in the way. <laughs> he's like the he's Trump the, line. He's, he is in the way. That's for sure. Uh, okay. So did you? So this guy is one weird dude. Do you guys know anything about him, dude? I know so, that he yeah. he has a uh, an adoptive son named right. Nestor. Named Nestor. Yeah. He also grew up in the Truman Show house. That's right. I was That's just going to so say weird that. Pa- isn't that. Yeah, his parents live in the house that was used, the exterior that was used for the Truman Show. Huh. 
His yep. fiance's name is Ginger Lucky. That's true. Do you think too. she's gonna? Do you think she's gonna keep that maiden name? I don't. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. So Nestor, right? Nineteen-year-old yeah. immigrant from Cuba, and he's and he's been living with Getz Gates since Galban was since Nestor was twelve. He's considered yeah. Getz has, Gates has considered Nestor his son, and then he clarified that that Nestor is the brother of an ex-girlfriend of Gates's. And that Nestor spends time with his sister, with the Gates family, and with Gates. Gates said, listen to this, our relationship as a family is defined by our love for each other, not by any paperwork. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't <He's>, know. <laughs> He's, in 2016, he called uh, Nestor a local student. In 2017, he I called know, him my, my helper. <laughs> that's yep. the most bright alarm thing right there. It's like you're really trying to conceal who this actually is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just that's the, weird to me that you couldn't think of a better, like you're, you're a congressman. The word yeah. aid is right there. Yeah. And you said, it's my helper. <laughs> my, helper my, my pool boy. Didn't they also I, like uh, uncover like, um, well, I don't know, uncover, but they interviewed a bunch of people. There was like this weird, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like sex game or whatever. They enjoy, like, oh, yeah, uh, the Harry Potter sex game. What? what? Yeah. Hey, why is it Harry Potter? I don't know why. Oh, it's Quidditch related. Um, uh, but yes, when, when, when Matt Gates was in uh, Florida uh, legislature, he and some of his little Florida buddies had a, a like a sex game where you'd get points for, I, I don't know, for having for sex, sex with AIDS. And then I think there was like more points if you had sex with another, like uh, it's Florida, right? It's a Florida state uh, legislator. Cause this was at the time I think he was, was he house of representatives in Florida at that time? I believe so. Um, I'm going to look it up, but yeah. Yeah. Know. Back when he was in the state legislature, there was like apparently all this stuff where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you get more points if you if you bed this this woman with a wife or with a husband or you know what I mean like the just weirdest a, just a, like the type of stuff where it's like oh yeah this guy is a little sex creep kind of thing. Anyone yeah. who slept with one particular conservative female politician won the whole game regardless of points because she was the snitch. <laughs> Gosh, like in, in Quidditch, <laughs> like in Quidditch, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. The weirdest part about all of this, and I, you know, I don't know what he did if he did anything. I have no idea what he's done. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But the weird, the most surprising part of this, if somebody had said, you know, a year ago, there's going to be a sex scandal involving Matt Getz, Gates, Gates, mm -hmm. that that Nestor doesn't show up at all. Like that's yeah. the weirdest part of it to me. Like well, that's the most there, surprising. Well, I yeah, I know. That's just probably I mean. got his own stuff. Going yeah, on. no, no, you're right. You're right. It is like a throwing a. Throwing he's gonna a have a spinoff show. Is that what I, you're saying? I kind of see how Matt says he's built for war because, like, I think you could probably launch aircraft off his forehead. Hey, hey, nice. We're gonna have our own Harry Potter. Here, but, <laughs> let's keep track of okay points all right here we go great leadership demands doing more than one thing at a time as you might recall governor andrew cuomo penned a leadership book in entitled american crisis leadership yeah. lessons from the covid19 pandemic 
First, you gotta kill all the old people so you get vaccines for the rest of us. <laughs> but first, I gotta give it to all my family and friends. <laughs> uh, uh, the, okay, so new new details are coming out about the uh, the writing quote process. And about the book itself, the book written by Cuomo focuses on what a great job Cuomo had done managing the state's response to the pandemic, as you said, except for the part <laughs> about glossing over the number of nursing home deaths from coronavirus, but whatever. According to the Times, Cuomo relied on a cadre of trusted aides and junior staffers for, ev from everything, for everything from full-scale edits to minor clerical work uh, <laughs> relating to the book. These folks are government employees, okay? So, oh, yeah, the, yeah. This is like a and, whole... And, and yeah. the high bid for the book was more than $4 million, you know, from publishers. Yeah. So here's the bottom line. It appears that Cuomo used government resources to help write a book that fetched Cuomo millions of dollars. I guess maybe Cuomo was just demonstrating how important it is for great leaders to do many things at once, like sexually harassing <laughs> women while simultaneously screwing an entire state. <laughs> Yay. Oh. Okay, <Man>. and finally. <laughs> a human error at a manufacturing plant in Baltimore ruined up to 15 million doses of Johnson and Johnson's coronavirus vaccine. The plant also makes the AstraZeneca vaccine, and the New York mm. Times reports that the problem occurred when a worker quote accidentally conflated ingredients end quote for the two vaccines. I know there's a punchline in there somewhere about the trouble that can happen when somebody accidentally. <laughs> sticks a Johnson and Johnson in someone else's AstraZeneca. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I guess we should have just, we should have started with the last one and stopped there. <laughs> the drum roll really got me. <laughs> hey, that's it. That's the, uh, you don't have to laugh, but he's your father. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Okay. I got to work on the jokes. All right. Uh, you guys ready for <laughs> the, you ready for the, uh, the, the, what, what the game show? Mm, yeah. We can move over to that. Okay. Here we go. You know what that theme song means. It's time to play. <laughs> that tastes a little gamey. And now back to your Quizmaster host, one of the Bobs. The Quizmaster. All right, let's do it. We've talked about it too much. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I can whisper the questions in your ear, Billy. You could be the... <laughs> yeah, All right, here we go. Pretend like you don't know. Make it interesting. <laughs> I, prob I, I probably don't remember the answers. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Who went first last time? Oh, I don't know. It was two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Bobby, you're going to go first. Okay? All right. All right. Here are your categories. You, call, you don't call, you don't write. Something's <clears throat> missing. Guilty until proven innocent pleasures. Uh, her suit is too tight. That's facial hair. Superhero, science friction, sometimes science, sometimes friction. So I always say that, sometimes fiction, and frame that tune. What's it going to be? Uh, we'll do science friction. Science friction. Question number one. 
Which is the largest moon in our solar system? Deimos, Ganymede, Phobos, or Archie? Or maybe it's Arche. Deimos, Ganymede, Phobos, Arche. A-R-C-H-E. I guess I'll say Deimos. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. The answer is Dan, uh, Ganymede. Okay. Oh, man. One. Billy, you're up. Hard, so- hard, solid rocks whose composition or texture has been changed from a different type of rock are called A, sedimentary rocks, B, metamorphic rocks, C, igneous rocks, D, hyperbaric rocks. Uh, I think it's, wait, what was, what was B? Sedimentary rocks, metamorphic rocks, igneous rocks, rocks, or schoolhouse rocks. <laughs> he said uh, he's. I think it's sedentary, which is water and rocks like bashing against each that's other. Not, that's A. That's number A. Is that the one you want? I think it's either that or metamorphic. Let's let's go sedentary. Oh, is it metamorphic? It's it's metamorphic, right? Yeah, damn. That's that's change morph morphos is like body or shape or something, right? Is sedentary only like water passing by? I think it's stuff that settles, right? But I don't know that. Like I thought there was like something to do like river beds and stuff. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's okay. <clears throat> it's the it's this this is the first time this has happened. No score. Bobby, right. back to you. You don't call, you don't write. Guilty until proven, innocent pleasures. Her suit is too tight. Or frame Wait, that it's, tune. It's Billy's. Billy gets to choose. Right? Oh, that's right. Billy. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um. Bobby's, Bobby's do... totally engaged by this. The first one, the jokes just like made him nauseated. Okay. That's worse, worse than any side effect he got from a vaccine. I'm not feeling that well either. Okay. Um, let's do her suit is too tight. Her suit is too tight. Uh, what is Captain America's shield made of? These questions are coming to you from, where did I say? Pakistan, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Adamantium. It- Vibranium, Promethium, Carbonadium. Man, I thought it was, uh, I think it might be Vibranium, but I thought that was before they introduced. I'm just going to go ahead and say Vibranium. I think there's something like that. That's it. Yay. Good job. Okay, that's Billy's on the board with one, right? Does everybody agree with that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bobby. The first name of Batman's loyal assistant is Alfred. What is his last name? A. Pettison. B. Moneypenny. C. Pennyworth. T. D. Tennyson. It's Pettison? C. C. That's right. Okay, one apiece. Yeah. Pennyworth. I didn't know that. I learned something from the people of Pakistan. Okay, Bobby, it's your turn to pick. You don't call, you don't write. Something's missing. Guilty until proven. Innocent pleasures. This is the Easter edition. We're a week late. And frame that tune. Let's do guilty until proven innocent. It's one of your favorite uh, categories. That okay. is true. According, this is worth two points. You ready? According to Guilty Eats, which of the following is the most popular Easter candy? You ready? Mm-hmm. A. Peeps, B, Cadbury eggs, C, Reese's mini peanut butter eggs, D, jelly beans. <laughs> I think I'm going to say the Reese's eggs. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was, I was Nicely done. Too. That's it's, two uh, points. That puts Bobby way in the lead. Three to one. Okay. Well, what is this? Not, okay. So, uh, I mean, we could just let it keep going. <laughs> All right. I think it does keep going. I think that's the problem. All right. Good job, Bobby. Okay. It's three to one. Billy, here's your chance to catch up. These are two true-false questions worth one point each, so in total worth two points, but you're going to have to work twice as hard. Hmm. Easter eggs are prominent in many video games, but they can show up in movies too. Here are two true-false questions, each one worth a point. A, in Fight Club, David Fincher included a Starbucks cup in every scene of the movie. True or false? Um, False. It's true. In the Godfather trilogy, oranges are used as a precursor to someone's death. True or false? Not seen it. True. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Good. Billy's trying to make a comeback. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Thanks, Buttercup. Can you hear her barking? (laughs) A little baby. Okay. Okay, Billy, it's your pick. You don't call, you don't write, or frame that tune? Frame that tune. Frame that tune. Here it is. Okay. these. This is top songs from April of 2011. That's 10 years ago, one decade ago. Name the song and the artist. There you right. go. You ready? Yeah. I don't see how you can hate from my side of I was just thinking about this song, right? Yeah. Oh, no. You know it like that, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, this is, like, right around... You know, when I graduated high school, so I definitely listen to the radio a lot. Um, but uh, one is, point for the artist, one point for the song title. Um, it's uh, Big Sean and Buster Rhymes. And, um, oh, look at me now. Look at me now. Is correct. <clears throat> the artist Brown. is Chris Brown. Chris Brown is what I thought first, man. Who's mm. the Big Sean afterwards? No, it's uh. Oh, man. That's Chris Brown. Yeah. No. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. There's Buster Rhymes, but who was the other guy? Yeah, it's Buster Rhymes is in there, but I don't know who the other person is. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's one point for Billy. Right? This tied. Three tied. Three apiece. Bobby, here's your song. Give me the artist and the name of the song. The new number is Okay, it's, it's Kid Cudi. <laughs> this is like when I stopped listening to Kid Cudi. Yeah. <laughs> No sleep, tell the owner, them is all my guys. So tonight, everything is on me. The drinks is on me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could just be called that. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'd be cheating if I said it on me, so I, I don't know. Oh, can you guess the name of the song? 
No, that's what I was saying. I feel like I would be cheating now that I'm now that it's you're gotten not cheating. Far along. No, not, so I don't know. Cheating. I don't know. I just <laughs> take it as a, I don't know. Okay, it's uh, Wiz Khalifa, and the song is, as you might guess, "No Sleep." Mm, okay. All right. Okay, three to three. It's tied up. Billy, no, Bobby, you go first, yeah, yeah. right? You don't call. Yes. You don't write. Multiple choices. Here we go. Something's missing. In the movie, Three Days of the Condor, the lead is conveniently missing when a CIA, CIA station is attacked. The men attacking this, this, the men attacking the station are disguised as what? A, police officers, B, mail delivery workers, C, firefighters, D, telephone repairmen. Oh, man. Um, this is Robert Redford. Yeah, I know the movie. I watched it just a couple months ago. Uh, The Mailman's Later, so it's not that. I think they were Mm -hmm. cops, but... um, Well, the Mailman is the one that comes in. That's The Mailman one is the one that comes in when they're at the apartment. That is not at the Mm -hmm. console. That is really? not at the console. Absolutely oh not. Oh my at the gosh. Hold, hold on, everybody. Hold on. Hang on. We've got a we have a we have an objection. We have an objection. Let's let's go to our jury. Let's go to our judge. That would be that'd be Google. Can you look it up? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Man, right. I now, see I, more I, movies. I'm, I'm for, forfeiting any points that I could get if I'm wrong here, because I'm looking it up. Yeah, right. That's right. I had mail delivery workers, but I didn't look it up. I just, I just kind of like, you know, eh. okay. Stand by gentle pod, gentle podcast listener. Because it's not listed on Wikipedia. Yep, it's cops. It's cops. Oh, Bobby! Wow. Okay. Well, then that's like a that's for that's one for Bobby for sure. I guess you should get two. Good I mean, stuff, I, get, I get a negative point. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's four for Bobby and three for Billy. Are you ready, Bill? This is your quick. Good job, Bob. It's oh cops, yeah, so huh? you're, oh yeah, it's oh, cops. Yeah. This Jeez, is wow, isn't that interesting how your memory can I thought for sure it was the well, But okay. that's the I that's believe. the iconic scene is he he's he's right. at Faye Dunaway's ha- apartment. Then yeah. the, the he gets the doorbell, he's like, I don't know if I should take this or not. He sees it's a male yeah. guy and then he opens the door. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Billy. Good job, Bobby. Good stuff. Yeah, that was good. I'm gonna have to watch the movie again just to scrub my memory. Wow, I'm like in my brain, it's the it's the post, but there's more than one person in the it. Is that right? When they yeah, th- when they th- attack that's another the, thing. The station, it's three people, and only one of them is dressed up. The guy who who opens the door is opens the as door. A then two guys oh. in like anoraks come in. Yeah, but Billy, you should watch this that movie. I mean, I don't know. What do I know? I can't remember it in any of it. Maybe it wasn't very good. What did you say? You said you said Billy. Have you seen the movie or hasn't seen? No, the movie? you should. You should oh, watch yeah, yeah. the movie. 
Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, it's but a good one. My sure. recommendation doesn't mean anything. Uh, obviously, <laughs> it's like can't get anything straight. Okay. It it was Robert Redford, right? And Faye Dunaway. <laughs> yes, it was Robert Redford and Faye Dunaway. <laughs> okay. Uh, Billy, the FBI's most wanted list is known for highlighting the nation's most sought after fugitives. The longest. I'm really shook by that, Bobby. I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> that you got that right. Okay. Uh, highlighting the The longest time someone spent on the list is over 32 years by a mm. guy named Victor Manuel Garena. What's the shortest amount of time spent on the list? A, two hours. B, two days. C, two weeks. D, two months. Yeah, let's go two hours. There, two hours it is. And it's a tie. This was Billy Austin Bryant was added to the list at 5 p.m. on January 8th, 1969 and captured two hours later. Wow. Wow. There you go. Well, it's a tie, four points apiece, and uh, and uh, your host is uh, is uh, down by minus one. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was, yeah. a, that was a tough yeah. one. That was, uh, what's the name of the quiz? Tastes a little. <laughs> Tastes a little gamey, yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks a lot. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Holy cow. <laughs> Okay. I'm loving the uh, the announcer, by the way. Does he have a name? The this guy that mm. talks like this. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't really have a name, does he? We should give him a name. What yeah. is that? He, he's got pretty good inflection. Do you do any like of that do, stuff? Do I do anything to it? Yeah, no, because uh, yeah, I know there's AI like text to speech stuff where you can put in yeah, brackets here, like on, certain just, emphasis. Let me just pull it out. Hang on, a it, it's a little slow. It'll take a minute to process it. So right. Uh, it's really cool what is like possible possible yeah hang on his name is uh what is his name it just says hashtag game that's his name nice the game hello boys what do you have planned for today I'm using a European keyboard I can't find anything okay here we go oh, yeah. maybe maybe you'll hear it hopefully you'll hear it I can't hear anything yet you can't hear anything no oh, that's too oh, bad snap yeah. what's it called like what's the thing you use lovo lovo.ai I just cool. used it. I, I I just used the like the free demo part of it. I, mm-hmm. I haven't paid for anything. That's typical for me, huh? I can't. Uh, okay, next time. Oh yeah, we'll I see. Time. I see this. I've got the different categories does he have, here. Does he have a name? Not really. No, he's, he's just, just got. He's, he's got game, game. audio book he's got, ads. He, he's, got, he's got game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's got game. Yeah, let me just pull up here. I'll pull up something else we can listen to from him. Uh, (laughs) Thinking hardly. Uh, Support. Uh, Voiceovers. There we go. Let's see. No, you can't hear any of this stuff, can't you? I don't know why I'm doing that. Hang on a second. Oh, man. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here. Up. 
Some old Greek guy said that an unexamined life isn't worth living, and that's probably true. But in the meantime, you're listening to the Thinking Hardly podcast. There you go. <laughs> I love it, man. I really love that guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, what do you guys have planned for today? Well, Nothing. I'm probably going to be doing more of the house stuff. Oh, good. Good. I can't wait. Yeah. That's cool. groovy. Yeah, Bob, you just uh, how's 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 it going with Danica? Is she okay? Yeah, yeah, I just came from there. Oh, good, good. Yeah, might try and put on a movie or something. Sounds good. We've yeah, got, I saw. Uh, uh, oh, go for it. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say in passing, I saw that Castaway was on HBO Max. I haven't seen that before. So I'm oh, I've that. never seen it either. That's with uh, that's with Robert Redford and Faye Dunaway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both get <laughs> stranded on an island. They immediately right. start to kill each right. other. Yeah, a couple of postmen, people dressed up yeah, as a cop as walks up out of the workers. ocean like Godzilla. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's the one with the that's the one with the volleyball. Is that, is yeah, that yeah. Castaway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you guys. Have a good day. I'm about to uh, have my Italian lesson with Gina and uh, Ron. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then uh, I think that's it for today. Yeah, good. Done. I was going to say, finally done with all the endless binding work. The yeah. All the vines are tied stuff. down. Yeah. So uh, we get a little break before the next set of uh, chores in the vineyard. That's Did it. Did it warm up around there, by the way? Yeah, it's been pretty nice actually. Nice. We, we got really it we had this snap where it was nice during the day, like you know, mid fifties or so during the day, but really cold at night. Mm. Um but now it's now it's warmed up and the hot tub is maintaining a decent temperature. So maybe we'll very nice. Maybe we'll get in there and soak our old bodies. That's gotta feel good after working oh, down there. Yeah, it's great after after doing all the manual labor or whatever. Yeah, man. Anyways. Okay, guys, I really all miss right, you. Yeah. Miss you too. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel like I kind of, I feel like I kind of screwed everything up. The jokes were no like good. You're so, <laughs> you're so self-critical, man. It's yeah. such a good show. Well, let's not get It's fun. It's yeah. a fun show to do. Yeah. You're, you're gonna be, you're gonna be more convincing to, uh, to me if you're slightly more believable than saying. <laughs> Anyways, I've learned a lot from you guys. I, I. I, I have to fight my, you know, I, Bobby, you called me on it, you know, like, like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm making these excuses. I'm trying so hard to see the other side, um, you know, on the voter ID stuff. Uh, but I am starting to get the basic, I think I'm starting to get the basic forces down, which helps me see things in a slightly different way, but I got a ways to go. Well, it's been fun talking about this stuff. Yeah, well, not always fun, I guess, but it's been good. No, it's been good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next up, next up, a big revolution, right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, smash All every right. Coke vending machine you see. Yeah, we can't even get people to send us an email. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna foment <laughs> a revolution here. Well, hey, they don't get a Coca Cola out of an email. It's oh, good let's point. Yeah, we should be giving people Coca Colas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm super proud of you. Well, thanks, Dad. And I love you very much. Love, love you. you too. Can't wait till okay. we can. Yeah, all, me uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Me too, brother. All in the same place. Yeah, man. 
Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, until then, we'll keep talking. Sounds uh, good. Let's see. Bobby, I'll talk to you Tuesday, 1130 your time. Is that good? Yeah. Bill, we'll shoot for tomorrow at 11 o'clock your time. Is that Perfect. Work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Proud of you. Love you. All right. Thanks, Dad. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's see ya. Bye. <laughs>